All right. So continuing to keep you up to speed on what's happening with the wildfire situation in Alberta, uh, it's it's bad. There's no question about it. More than 10,000 people across the province have now been forced from their homes uh, by mandatory evacuation orders. A lot of them near Edmonton, uh, the Drayton Valley area, about 7,000 people there, in addition to Entwistle and Evansburg. Uh, just to the west of the city as well. And then there's another situation that's happening much farther north and to the west. Um, that one developed over the course of the day yesterday. Uh, we had one that triggered in northeastern Alberta, the Cold Lake First Nation. And then yesterday afternoon, like I say, there was another one uh, up in the Fox Lake and Little Red River Cree Nation area where thousands of people have also been told to flee their homes. That's where we find Global News reporter and anchor Aaron Chalmers, who's been up there since late last night. Aaron, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Just I, I, this, you're way, way up there. Where, where are you, Aaron? What's the situation? So uh, right now we're we're in high level. So that's about uh, seven and a half hours north of Edmonton. We're right in between the Fox Lake fire that you were just talking about, and then another out of control fire to the west, which is the Rainbow Lake fire. Uh, but it's the Fox Lake fire that that is the most concerning, uh, specifically with the residents that are are on the Little Red River Cree Nation. Um, how many people? All I've seen is several thousand people. Do we have any idea how many people were forced from their homes yesterday? Yeah, so we've been told on the First Nation there's uh, 3,700 on average, about 3,700 people living on that uh, First Nation. Fox Lake is the most isolated community in that First Nation. It was basically the worst place that this fire could hit um, out of any of the communities there. So there's been a lot of concern with that, a lot of elderly there. Um, we just spoke with the town manager here at high level, and it, it was interesting. He said, you know, for a lot of these people in this community, they've never left this community. M- the majority of them speak, speak Cree. A lot of them do speak English as well, but not all of them. Uh, so this can be very jarring for them. They're entering high level. They've never been out of this small community. They don't know where they're going. They don't know if they still have a home to go back to. Uh, we do know 20 homes, minimum 20 homes, confirmed, destroyed, as well as the only grocery store in that community and the police station. Wow, unbelievable. And getting those people out was an issue too, right, Aaron? I don't know if uh, if you have the details on that, but I mean, there was a call that came yeah. out saying, hey, if you've got a boat, get over here and help, right? Yeah, yeah, it was because um, the only way to get out is to cross Peace River. And there was a barge that would take people in and out. But of course, with 3,700 people trying to evacuate, you have a backlog of people. At one point, uh, the chief there said they had 600 people waiting as this fire was encroaching on them. So they put out a call on social media yesterday saying, please, anyone with a boat that can help us transport these people across the river, please come and help. And so we were told many of the evacuees left on foot. Many vehicles were left um, in the First Nation because, of course, it's easier to, and you can get more people on the barge on foot mm-hmm. and in um, people's boats, obviously. So uh, a number of people stepped up. They said there was quite a few boats coming to help transport people across the river to the other side. And then buses have been waiting. School buses have been waiting to transport people kind of all over this area. Fort Vermilion and um, High Level especially are the main evacuation centers. But these places can't house 3,700 right. people. 
like here in high level, they have an arena that can fit a max of 500. Of course, they have hotels as well, but those hotels are now full. So that's the other big concern is where to put everybody. And that's been an ongoing concern, right? This has been talked about literally for years in that part of the province. For years, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a huge issue and uh, one that they've been asking the province for a, a set evacuation centre that can be used in other ways when it's not being used as an evacuation centre. But, you know, uh, something like this costs about $100 million. At the time when they priced it out, uh, when they initially put in this request, which I believe was in 2020, right before COVID hit, uh, it was priced out at about $92 million. I'm sure that price has now gone up. Sure. Um, but you're pricing something for, when you look at it, the, the, the uh, geography of it, there's only... 4,000 people in this community. So it seems like a crazy amount to spend on a center that only has 4,000 people in the community, but you don't realize the amount of people is actually quite larger because of all of the people in surrounding areas. So they're still really pushing for that. And I mean, it's interesting. We have an election going on right now. We talked uh, to Danielle Smith about that this morning. You know, are we going to see this happen for this area so i'm sure it'll it'll be a, a conversation that that continues over the next days and weeks yeah no question about it in terms of the the, the fires aaron do you know i mean what what is the status are, are there more communities that could be threatened are they still burning out of control what's the latest so all we we know there's seven wildfires burning in the high level forest area so in this area that we're in uh just the two the rainbow lake and the fox lake are out of control uh, the last update, again, we have the update from Al- Alberta Wildfire coming up at 1030. The last one that we received from them, the fire in Fox Lake was about 4,300 hectares, um, but it was growing at a rapid pace. Uh, when we were talking to the town manager in high level, he said the wind yesterday was horrible. And that is what caused this and took a a relatively controlled situation into an uncontrolled situation. So right now the wind isn't too bad, actually. Um, it's it's there, but it's, it's not too bad, at least where we are. But we're going to start to head closer to uh, Fox Lake or as close as we can get to see what the situation is like there. But, um, yeah, it seems this Fox Lake fire is a big concern. And also just getting resources, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, they're calling for more firefighters, but there's, fires burning all over this province right now i mean we are stretched thin when it comes to the amount of resources we have so there's only so much they can do and then this is a very isolated community as well which throws another curveball into it yeah no question and we'll get an update as you said coming up about 10 30 from the province aaron thanks yeah, no problem, Shay. Thank you. That's Erin Chalmers, Global News reporter and anchor. Uh, she is up in the high-level area this morning, keeping an eye on the situation developing there. And as you said, or as you heard from Erin, um, the forest fire situation there, it was quite a scene yesterday because you've got this very isolated community of Fox Lake, uh, and to get people out, you had to get them across the Peace River. And, um, you know, at one point, um, you know, town officials were saying, listen, if you've got a boat, bring it over here we got to try and get these people out and you know we've got the one barge and it's it can't handle it so uh glad to hear that everybody seems to have got of course we're still going to have to try and find out um exactly what the situation is but really really distressing to hear that 20 homes the only grocery store and the police station in the town of fox lake all lost to the flames yesterday so just uh an awful situation there